On tonight's show, we have radio personality, actress, and writer, Elo Copeland. And now, for your host, Cool Card. Hey, what up, good people? It's Cool Card. Welcome to another episode of Kicking the Cool Card. We are at episode 11. We've got over the little benchmark of episode 10. On to 11, and it's on. So we are going to continue on this journey, bringing people on to give you some value, be transparent with you, share some nuggets about their journey, trying to reach their goals, not not trying, but reaching their goals, and on their journey to reaching their goals, just dropping some nuggets for you, so you can kind of jump over the pitfalls that they've incurred, or they've experienced, see the little snakes in the grass and all that good stuff like well that's not good stuff but all those type of things man we just want to be transparent because in this day and age people try to hold information and there's a lot of people out there that want to do great things for themselves want to be great and they just lack the knowledge they don't know what they should know so we're here to provide a little something we just want to be a a a, a healthy uh contribution to the ecosystem of entrepreneurs and just people who have dreams and, and desires and goals and stuff like that. So episode 10, if you tuned in or if you watched the replay, you know we had Team Guy Fit, Guy Fit Clothing. Uh, it's fitness, fashion, and faith. So faith-based apparel company. Um, but it's some good stuff that they got going on over there. Go check them out on Instagram at Team God Fit. They have all of their merchandise there. Their website should be up soon. It's under construction right now. But you can DM for prices if you see something you like. I got a couple pieces myself. Uh, but yeah, check them out. This week, we have Elo Copeland. Now, Elo Copeland, she is known as Miss Elo. She is an actress. She's a writer. She's a person. She's a radio personality. She has her own talk show on radio. So that's a big deal. We'll get into that. Talk a little bit about that. Dive into her world and see how it has been for her on her journey as an entertainer, as an entrepreneur, and a woman in the business. So all of that. So she's not just a woman in the business. We don't want to just single that out. But we're going to talk about you know, talk a little bit about that, her experiences as a woman in the business, and so on and so forth. All right, so without further ado, let's bring her about and his own. Peace and love, it's time for Around My Way. You're now tuned in to Lois Lane Radio. I'm your lovely host, Elo, and you're listening to The Real 1100 AM. Some history behind that name there. Yeah, okay. yeah, there is. Okay. My full name is Eddie Lois Copeland. What is it? Hence my show, Lois Lane Radio. Oh, okay, okay. I was gonna ask you what was you know what was behind the name of Lois Lane. Okay, I got you. Yes, yes. 
I was actually gonna open that up this week. <laughs> oh, you were? <laughs> You're gonna talk about yeah. that. So I, I let the cat out the bag then. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. Okay, yeah. Cool, cool. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for joining me and making yourself available. Yeah. I really appreciate that. So before we get into the interview, let's just talk a little bit about this Kobe thing. Did you did you watch it? I watched a little bit of it because of work, of course. Okay. Um but yeah, I'm. I have mixed feelings about everything. It's very, very unfortunate. It's sad, and of course, everybody involved um, lost someone. You know, um, that was very near and dear to them. Um, but yeah, I with politics and with things that happen around the world. Um, yeah, I just have a, a different thought process oh, okay. <laughs> in, in regards to it. Yeah. But, um, I named my dog after Kobe, like seriously, oh, man, he was, yeah. uh, and I'm not even, that's the funny thing. I'm not even like a big sports person, but it was a few people that I kind of like took to when I would actually watch basketball and Kobe was one. Right. And that was like, seven years ago when I first got my dog. So yeah, when it happened, I'm, I'm calling my dog. I'm like, it feels so weird now right, to call right. you Kobe. I'm not gonna say it means a little bit more to you, but it does hit home hard for you. But I watched watched most of it. I can say that it was well put together, well done. Everyone that spoke eloquently and uh, very heartfelt. Um, uh, it's a couple of tear jerkers in there, you know. You, I, you just never get a lot, it, man. That's why I didn't want to watch it. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's tough. Because I've seen a few, and then especially with his wife, I was just like, I can't, yeah, I cannot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but she took it in stride, though. I thought she was, I didn't think she was going to yes. speak as well as she spoke as far as keeping it together. Yeah. You know, yeah. she did a, she did a really good job. But I, yeah. know, I know it had to be hard. And, and like a uh, little Duval posted, he was like, man, she didn't have to do that for us. You know, she didn't have to do that. Yeah. She didn't have to speak. And so that, that showed a lot of strength for her. But I think she probably did that more so for, for her healing for as well and for her children, right. you know, yeah. which is good. So, hey, man. My heart goes out to everybody involved. It's just a sad situation. It's unbelievable. Still feels unreal. Yeah. You know? It is. It really is unreal. Like, you just, oh, my God. Yeah. Every, the world stopped. Like, literally. like yeah, Literally. Literally. Stopped. Every like, time, you know, somebody who makes such an impact to our culture and they pass and it's so sudden. Yeah. It just makes and, a big and, and difference. The way, so. And the way it happened, you know, it's it's tough. Yeah. It's really tough. You can't even wrap your mind around it. It's like, no, like, oh, my God. You know, it, it's crazy. Yeah. It's really crazy. The, the, the weird thing about it is it could happen at any time. At any to time it. and anyone. And we don't look at it that way. Right. And I guess that's why it's such a shock factor. It's like, yeah. even when we're in our car, even, you know, if we're on a plane or just whatever type of travel we're doing. Yeah. Just regular day to day. Anyone. You know. And then with that situation, you know, the children made it even harder, you know? The children, man. The children. Oh man. Yeah. That's tough. All right, let's talk about you. (laughs) We're not gonna brush that aside, but you know, I can't take too much of it. Yeah. You know, it's tough. So you, you. All right. So you're from Miami originally. You're now living in Atlanta. What brought you to Atlanta? Um, funny story because 
I, I was actually living in Gainesville, Florida before I moved to Atlanta. And I have been living here for about 15 years. Okay. Life took a different toll after breakup. And so I have been visiting Atlanta for a good little minute. And I really liked it. I like the culture. I like the fact that it was a lot of us. <laughs> I like that it was a uh, homey feeling, like the you know Southern hospitality, um, all of that. And I, I made friends when I was just visiting. Okay. And so um, I was like, you know what? I was talking um, to someone about moving, and I wasn't really sure. And then I was like, I'm just going to do it because I had not lived anywhere outside of Florida. Right. And this was like a huge life changing decision for me. And it wasn't because I was like after entertainment or after acting or anything. It was just because I, I, I felt like I needed to do something else. Right. And I wanted to do more because I was literally um, just going to work, going to school, going to church and back home. Back home. You need some clothes. And yeah, and it was probably maybe a vacation or two a year. So. I was just yeah. really like and, and, trying to figure out what I really wanted to do because I was just doing stuff for other people for so long. And the funny thing about it was I was like, corporate life is just, it's, it's not enough for me. Like yeah. I, I loved what I did in regards to work, but it was just not enough. And uh-huh. then when I got here, I kind of got forced, <laughs> forced into um, acting by way of mafia. Okay. Producers and executives. Oh, so, so wait, hold on. I'm sorry, but people don't know about this. So we'll tell them about it. So mafia okay. is kind of like your first dive into the film world yeah. and the actors. Sure, yeah. Oh, okay. So I thought you had been what acting. I was, what happened was I was, um, what had happened was <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to create a nonprofit organization and I, I wanted to attend the class for editing so I can create my own, you know, program. Okay. And Stop right there. Stop right there. So mm-hmm. you're, you're very good at editing, by the way. So thank you. It, you didn't just start editing though, did you? Yeah, that was my first class. For real? That's my and only class editor, actually. And you did all that <laughs> was, that you did. It, it it was that good. Like I went through the beginners and intermediate like the same day. It was that good. And once wow. you learn something and you continue to yeah. use it and build, then you know your skills get better. So that's kind of what happened. Like I kind of just dove like, Oh my gosh, I got this. I'm going to learn it, you know, this and that. And to see how, because I mostly was a behind the scenes person anyway, for whatever I did. Mm -hmm. Um, so that part of it was really interesting for me and entertaining because I get to see what we film and then I get to edit it, whatever it is, whether it's video, whatever. And then to learn how things work and come together, it just made more sense. So hold on. You, you, mm -hmm. you learned all that in a day. (laughs) Yes. And the first time that I saw you at mafia, your editing was great. Like great. It was really good. So you're a What was that? Because I remember my beginning films. <laughs> it was good, though. My was or maybe I caught, you no, know, because I, I attended like the first couple, couple, and you were there, right? Well, I started in 2018, so technically, I don't know when you saw my first one, but technically, when I started editing, I, I was probably already practicing. But okay. right. yeah. But you're good. Okay. 
but you're good. But yeah. I, I see that Thank you're a fast learner. So, and that that also can speak to how you move about in the industry because you do a lot. You wear a lot of hats. You got your radio show. You're doing the acting thing. You were writing for a magazine when I first met you. Uh, mm -hmm. You're doing your skits. You're heavy on social media. You do interviews. You host. All that. And you're moving around. Yeah, and you're networking really well. Photography, yeah. So, and, and that's what I want to talk about. Like, I want to know. So, okay. So, in the beginning, mm -hmm. when you first got here, what were some of the beginning steps that kind of allowed you to dive into media was it going to mafia was it meeting certain people meeting the right people like speak to the people to let them know like how how do you begin because there are, are people who are out there like man i just don't know who to meet i don't know how to network because there's an art to networking people don't there know is. that can't just walk up and say awkward stuff you'll never get anywhere and most people are awkward when it comes to that so speak to that well okay so first what i would say in regards to networking. I wasn't really good at it at first. One, because again, I was a behind the scenes person. So I didn't really consider myself, you know, outgoing and all of this. So all of that was a shocker for me. But what I started doing when I became a little bit more active on social media, mm -hmm. that's kind of what helped me network. Okay. When I began to start communicating through DM and then I started getting invited to um, events. Mm -hmm. That's what kind of helped me come out of my shell. And then once you kind of do it once or twice, you'll know you're seen, you know where you're supposed to be. You'll know who you're supposed to be around because a lot of stuff I don't do, even if I'm invited to it, it's just, it's not my thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and um, a lot of places, it's just not good for your energy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It comes to, when it comes to you as a person yeah. and how you you got to be careful about a lot of people and a lot of energy that you put around you. you and I learned that through throughout time, especially here because it's so it's so many of us and there's so many um, of us that are hungry yeah. and we just go about stuff different ways. Whether it's wrong, right? We're learning, we're stumbling. We just go about things different ways. And once you learn a, a, a person's pattern, you can either follow it or you can go your own way. Yeah. And that's kind of what I did. Basically, I was like, okay, what do I really want to do? I had to sit down and think about it because mm -hmm. I was dating at the time. And um, that could be tough. Oh, no, it, it definitely was. It was a long distance um, situation, too. Oh, that's even um, worse. So that <laughs> That's that was worse. definitely tough um, because a lot of my time and attention went towards him instead of me and my craft. So um, we'll we'll touch on that later. And then and then, um, and then when you start going after your craft and less of him, then it's like, what are you doing? Who are you seeing? Who are you around? Right? Yeah. That no, that was that was still that was still all inclusive. What that did when I stopped dating, um, when I stopped dating him, um, I began to focus on stuff that I really want to do. Mm -hmm. um, get a little bit more serious, and a lot of stuff started happening really fast. Right. So, 
when I say protect your energy, that is something so real. And I had to bump my head two or three times to really understand that because once I dove myself into starting something for me, mm-hmm. here comes a big head, big head joker. Of course. As a distraction. Of course. And that never works. <laughs> Took me off <laughs> again. As soon as you, as soon as you got, get something going, here they come. You know, or here you something know? comes. So, yeah, it's like I don't know, but I don't want to dwell too much on that. The point of it is um, to really understand what you want um, when it comes to the entertainment world and what, you what you're for. looking for. Yeah, because. So a lot of people that'll pull you in, a, in in several different ways, and you you can lose yourself really quickly, very fast. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, um, really quickly. A lot of people hit me up. Can you do this? You you should be good to do this and this and this and this. Like they they say Atlanta anywhere. You know they sell more dreams, and you know right. it's like yeah, it's so real. Like if you you will get pushed into situations. Sometimes it works and sometimes it don't because, you know, there's some people who really got that sense to where they can see, you know, gifting people versus somebody who just trying to make somebody do something and, you know, sees, you know, whatever happens, happens. But um, there's some people that really can, can tell what you have, which is kind of how I'm still with mafia. Like DeJore was just like, you need to come to my. You need to come to Mafia. Like I think you really like it. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, wait, wait, wait. Tell, tell everybody what Mafia is because we keep referring to okay. it, but we never. Yes, I'm sorry. Okay, Mafia is make a film in eight hours. Which, if you spell it out, M A F I, the number eight and H, and it is a monthly film festival that's hosted, and we come together. Cinematographers, actors, writers, sound people, videographers, you name it, um, prop people, like set designers, whatever yeah. you want to call yourself. At this point, I've done it all. So. <laughs> and <laughs> whatever you, you want to call yourself, yeah, we come together once a month um, and we create film. We create film because we want to keep using our gifts. We want to be able to build. We want to be able to master our skill set. Now, mind you, it's not an award-winning film within that particular time. That's what I was going to say. Let let them know that you you write, right? Or you come up with the idea first. You write it. Yeah. You shoot Mm -hmm. it. You edit it. Right. And then you view Mm -hmm. it in eight hours. So it's a big deal. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's a task, but it's, it's doable and it's done. Every Sunday, last what Sunday of the month, right? The last Sunday yeah. of every month, yes. And um, I've been doing it since 2018. The first time I went, I loved it, and I've been ever since. And just this past Sunday, they celebrated two years yeah, of wow. Mafia. So I think I've attended was- two. I need to get back <laughs> over there, man. And it's crazy how two years goes by so fast. I went to the very first one. No, I think I've been oh, three. Maybe oh. three. I maybe have done three, but yeah. Man. Wow. Time flies. Yeah, man. I can't even count how many I've done now. It's been I was just like looking, I was like, oh, I forgot about that one. Like it's just been yeah. it's been great. Even if I hadn't filmed, I try to still attend the premiere. Yeah. Because the support of everybody is what helps too. Like oh, man. Yeah. Like once like once you've done all of that work and we just come just to see ours. That's great, but 
when you invite people and they still don't show up to come see what you did. So it's kind of like, you know, camaraderie, like, okay, I'll show up because, you know, somebody needs to, you know, salute them because it's, it's a lot of hard work. It's no lie. It's a lot of hard work to get up early in the morning to go out, to be everywhere, to do all of that. Plus, and then get there. And I mean, it's great feedback. The the judging panels are from actors, directors, producers, um, acting coaches from, you know, just from mm-hmm. everywhere. So the feedback is great, especially when it comes to creativity, especially when it comes to what people look for um, in entertainment in regards to um, film, yeah. you know, and things like that, set design. And um, like, we got some really great feedback this past week. I actually got um, hooked up with one of the judges. He was like, man, you did a great job on this last film. Like he was telling me right. about my editing and my cinematography, and he like invited me to a few projects. So oh, you know, cool. projects come out of this, and paid events come out of Mafia. So right. it's not just we go and you know we just create, but it creates opportunities too, which is one of the reasons why I love it because you just never know who's gonna show up. You never know. Like this is my second time getting like directly called back from a judge. Because they either met me and like my personality right. or they my word. So you just never know what happens. Yeah, man. It's definitely it's definitely a, a skill builder. Yeah. I definitely have to get back. And um, yes. I mean, it, it helps. You know what I want to do? I want to get back and do more editing because, you know, I got the acting down. Everybody can go. Everybody wants to show up and act. But I think yeah. the key to Mafia for actors is to learn a different skill set go in there yeah. and learn lighting learn sound learn because then you can create your I, own I need sound lighting I yeah and jour, you like create your own you know what i'm saying so also um let's get back to this network no let's get back you said something about the support right and yes i am a big advocate on supporting the people that i follow on social media or just the people that i like um, or I know who's doing some things. I may not even talk to him every day, but if I take the time to follow you and I see you posting something that's related to your business, I'm going to like mm-hmm. it. I'm going to tag people. And I'm trying to get people around me in the habit of doing that because it makes a difference. You know, yes. you tag somebody, yes. they may or may not see it, but if one person sees it out of the three people that I normally tag, I mean, it does make a difference, and you just never know what could come out of that. And I'm like, why don't more people do that? It takes nothing. It takes nothing. I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to lie. Like, as much as I be on there, I be trying to even just like half of the people that I follow. <laughs> like, like something. Like, that is is tedious. Like, I be trying to support and at least comment hearts yeah. Something to where it gets it in the algorithm because yeah. if they post it, they posting it for a reason. They're posting it for a reason. So, yeah, and because I, I mean, I try to do that for anybody who comes up in my thing, even with the the stories. Oh, and absolutely. so, really, um, I'm really big on support, and I definitely commend you because you always tagging people, and I'm bad with tagging people. <laughs> They'll be like, tagging people, and I've been like. Oh, Shoot, all I did was like it and laugh. Like, oh my gosh. And hey, I'm like, uh, but it'd be literally, I probably comment on between two to 300 people's things a day because I'm really just going through. I'm trying to keep the interaction because, listen, y'all, once I blow up, <laughs> somebody's going to be 
control of that. I'm telling you. I, y'all will have that special touch, so y'all appreciate it now. <laughs> hey, listen, man. You get like like Gary V said, I don't know if you know who that is or if you listen to Gary V or whatever. But Gary V says you have to be a part of the community. If you want people to respond to you and receive you like you want to be received, you got to be part of the community. And that's what you're doing. That's what I'm doing. And I just want to get more people on board doing it, just taking that lead of saying, hey, you know what? It's nothing to tag three people. Instagram makes it easy for you anyway. You hit the tag. You put the tag symbol. It's going to populate some people. Just pick three people. Pick Pick three three, people. It's nothing. Yeah. I think... I don't know. I think people right now are... Hold on. There's a lot of... Kanisha, I'm sorry. Kanisha's in here. And uh, Kitwana, is that... She says my sister. Oh, that's my sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's in here, and Kanisha's in here, and she's commenting away. She says, go, girl. And then he said... (laughs) She said he's so good with it. He is awesome for it. Yes, I appreciate it. And I'm just trying to get people to do it. But go ahead, as you were saying. And then we're going to get into the radio. We're going to get into some writing information... You know, we're going to talk about that too. All right. But go ahead. Okay. Um, no, with the with the support, like, I see a lot of people, even if, I don't know, I think people are really selfish when it comes to media, when it comes to the social platforms. Like, mm-hmm. like even mm-hmm. on Twitter, I'll be trying to, like, follow the follow trains, <laughs> you know, go and be like, like this and do this. And I'll do it, but then I only see three people do mine. Right. And it's like, they got to follow, you know, off of me or whatever, which is fine. Cause I, I don't go back and figure out who's uh, until I'm getting paid to do that. Right. <laughs> y'all have at it. But, yeah. um, yeah, I, I think it's more so they're just trying to get what's for them. Just yeah. pretty much some people like, I'm not going to say all, but for the ones that I've noticed that if I follow you and you say you a part of the community and you don't follow me back, mm-hmm. just know, remember that because <laughs> when I get big, you go be trying like, oh, let me go ahead, yeah, DM yep. her, see they're gonna be liking everything, they're gonna follow everything. That's what people like everything, giving me, trying to call me, trying to book me, trying to do everything. Yep. So. Literally, when and and, and the and, number one thing is, oh, I know her. That's what they're gonna do. Yeah, that's what they're gonna do. Yeah, they come do. out the woodwork. They come out the woodwork. <laughs> yeah. Whole another conversation. That is a yeah. whole. Yeah. I mean, listen, you I, man, it's so crazy. And we, I talked about this with somebody else, but I can't remember who I talked about it with. But you know, the people that see your stuff and they say they support you and they don't like you. And by the way. This is not a plea for someone to come and like our stuff. No, because whatever, I don't care. It's just, it would be nice if the people that say they truly support you would just click the like button. You don't even got to share it. Just click the like button. Right. Just click the like button. Extra mile, tag it, whatever. Just click the like button. Let me know you were there. Let me know that you. You looked at it, so you might as well just like it. You already seen it. You already looked at it. But see, that's the beauty of the stories, because then you see who's, who's lurking. And who's watching? Because they're, they're going to click on it. They're going to watch you know, it. It'd be, it'd be so funny. I can tell you without even thinking about it. If I post a picture of me, I can already tell you how many likes I'm going to get. If I post a, a video, I can tell you I already like I'm going to get. It, it, they're consistent with it. Yeah. Like, the people like what they like. It's They're consistent with it. Yeah. 
you you show more skiing, you get oh, a whole bunch of likes. Oh, you know you. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the sad part. That's the sad part. That's the sad part. Oh, that's, when, that's when the support comes. Oh, she cute. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You gonna get all the likes in the world. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. let's get into. Let's talk about radio. Okay. How did that come about? Like, what what manifested that? What moves did you make? And how is that helping you catapult yourself to the next level of where you're trying to go? Without saying too much um, about someone, um, what happened was I was at a different radio show mm-hmm. and here in Atlanta and um, the timing changed, but also something else changed. So I couldn't um, do the show anymore because of work, of course, um, the time had changed from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. So that wasn't good for my schedule. Right. Right. So I was thinking, I was like, you know, everybody not, now knows me as a radio personality. I need to keep that going. Well, I had been talking to a partner for probably about a month mm-hmm. before everything came out. Um, and then I got so much anxiety, literally, like every single time things would come up. And not always be trying to make it work. Mm-hmm. So this one particular day, it just hit me like Lois Lane Radio. And I was nervous, one, because, mm-hmm. mind you, this is only my first time doing radio. Yeah. But now I'm having my own show by myself. So right. I'm like, yo, am I going to be able to do this? Like, I can... You know, I can talk in a conversation. I can make people laugh. I could do whatever, but can I encompass all of that yeah. to present a, a good product right. for the community? And I want it to be quality. Like I don't just want to be on just, just talking, talking about whatever. Like I, I want it to be good because yeah. I mean I, I think that's what I present. So I represent. So. um a lot of anxiety came with that, but that's kind of how it happened. It was just like, you need to do it. I just kept talking to myself. I almost kept talking to myself out of it. Oh, man, <laughs> yeah. I, got, I started, what happened was God was really like pushing me. And I say that because he, he started putting people in place to help me. Mm-hmm. And he gave me a, a publicist at first. And then he gave me a social media marketer. Then he gave me um a promotional um and sponsorship person and then he like he just kept adding mm-hmm. and all the pieces called a team called a team girl blessing, <laughs> the blessing but here it is i didn't i didn't seek out i didn't seek out that was the thing about it like i was doing everything myself yeah. and um the blessing of it is before the show even started a week before the show even started i was already booked through march mm-hmm. like this was you talking about yes yeah, yeah forget yeah, okay. like I was already booked through March like we were on the roll like now it's April but the point of it is like I, I just I didn't see a lot of things and then now that I look look at it and going through it and having to add people remove people you know different things learning the process and learning entertainment and learning how to move and who to network with and it a lot of that all comes together at a certain point because yeah you can you can do so much networking and you can do so much but if you're not really providing quality 
with what you're doing, all of that is just going to fall. Like, I don't have a lot of time to go out anymore because I want whatever I'm presenting to be the best that I can be at whatever level that I'm at right now. And right now I'm at a beginner, but I want to be a good beginner. (laughs) Listen, as long as you're adding value to people's lives, man, they're going to appreciate it. Whether they want to or not, they're going to appreciate it because if you're adding value, it's all about value. People remember how you make them feel, period. Mm -hmm. People remember that. People remember the knowledge that you give them. So as long as you're adding value, you have nothing to worry about. Just stick to value. That's why, listen, I thought about doing this show for like two years, but I couldn't figure out what it needed to be, right? Mm -hmm. So as soon as it hit me, I was like, oh, okay, now I'm ready. Because I've been ready, but I wasn't ready to present it because I just didn't know the angle. I needed to know that yeah. it was going to be of some substance and get add value to people. So I was like, you know what? This is what I want to do. Boom. And now I'm doing it. 11 yeah. episodes in and I'm going strong. You know, slowly but surely, I'll get my following Very back. Proud. Like I got, what, 6,000, almost 7,000 fo- um, subscribers on YouTube. But the thing is, I built that up doing that. But I mean, to get people to subscribe on YouTube is hard. Oh, it's hard as hell. But think, but listen though, it's almost like I'm starting from square one because I built that up with with tech. I was doing tech reviews, so Got it. those people aren't necessarily flocking to this. You know what I mean? Right. So, so I'm back at square one. I'm getting you know 100 right. views, 50 views, whatever you know, whatever it is. But it'll grow, and I'm not worrying about that. I'm just trusting the right. process, providing the value. Whoever wants to tune in and, and whatever the topic or subject we talking about, just know you're going to get some value. You're going to get some nuggets you can take with you, help your journey out, you know, and, and, and make it easier for you because I'm going to ask the questions to do that. So, I mean, that's what it is. And so kudos to you for doing it because all it takes is to just start and do it. You don't have to know everything. People, I'm telling you, listen, 90, listen, 90% of people who dive in, yes, you have to prepare Okay, and you have to know what the hell you're talking about, but you don't have to have it all figured out. Just do it. You're going to learn along the way. You're going to make your mistakes. Like I got on here. My lighting was terrible. I still have nights when my lighting still terrible because I'm still struggling with my lighting. Like I'm in a small room. It's bouncing all over the wall. My lighting sucks. Uh, I'll start the show and I'm staring in the space and my intro don't come on. Uh, (laughs) I'm learning along the way. But it's organic, yeah. it's real, I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to take it how yeah. I give it. It right. is what it is. I'm learning. Whatever. Yeah. But I'm doing it. There's plenty of people who want to do what we're doing and they're too afraid to take the steps. They keep waiting. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. They never do it. Man, that fear is is something real. Crippling. Like If you don't have the courage to... Sit down on fear. It's, it will eat you up every time. Like, yeah. I literally was like, oh, my God, can I do this by myself? Like, oh, what do I do? I remember my first show four weeks ago. Like, it was so long ago. Um, I was so nervous. And the guy was like, okay, you're on. I was like, oh, right. we're here. Hey, no turning the back. I still get that jittery feeling, but now it's more so an excitement because I'm ready to talk and I have so much to say, or Mm -hmm. I just want to like have fun. And I know I'm going to run out of time. Like it always happens now. I got to cut something short or 
you know, but um, yeah, that that first time, that first hurdle was woo. Yeah, man. Yes, but the show, the show was good. It, it was just but, to overcome that first. But guess what? Guess what? Anxiety. Guys? If you don't tell yeah. people, they'll never know. You know yeah. why? Because more because I'm telling you, ninety percent of the people watching don't have the courage to do it. You so, gotta have the. I don't. This is what I used to say. I, I had to stop saying it because someone told me, "Oh, the jeweler, They told me. I, I told them. I said. I kept telling myself, "Fail or um, flourish. I am going to do this." And I kept telling myself that. And they was like, "No, you can't put that negative energy in the atmosphere. You gotta keep positive. You will flourish. Yeah, you gotta course, just keep yeah. saying it." From then, I just stopped, and I'm like, but to get over what I felt, I'm like, I got to try it. That's that's my model now. Yeah. I don't care what it is. I, I don't try real estate. <laughs> of course, man, I was writing. Man, like, man. I, you preach it I've to done, the choir, girl. <laughs> I've, done, I've done so many things that I've even done Shopify. Like, I've had online stores that didn't work. Like, I've done things to yes. where other people have told me, you need to do this. You need to do this. And then when it didn't work, I felt bad, and I'm like, that's just not for me. Like yeah. I gotta, I gotta, gotta really follow put your heart. in 110 for you know what I know I can do. Yeah. And with radio, it encompasses everything. everything. I like to talk. I like to have fun. I like yep. to act. I like to impersonate. I like to act silly. Right. Like it encompasses everything that I really love to do. And I was like, okay, this is my avenue. Yeah. So that's what yeah. it is. You just have to do it at first. Frightening. I don't care what it is. And me personally, I'm going to tell you how I got over just some jitters by doing social media stories and singing and talking oh, and yeah. acting. And because I was my first one, I remember my first one, I was doing lip syncing and no, but they people, more people were looking at my stories. Yeah. But then the first one that I sung and I'm not the greatest singer, but I really love music. The first one I sung and I said, oh, God, I, I do not want to see these comments. I do not want to see these comments. And when I tell you, I got way, like, twice as many people looking, and they come every day, like, just. Yeah, waiting for you to do the next one. Yeah, I think it's just the vulnerability and to connect more. And yeah. it's it's more personable. It's not scripted. It's just. Absolutely. You. It's doing you. That's what people want. Yeah. It's organic. And then the thing is. The thing is, the number one thing is people worrying about what other people are going to think about them. What happened to me, I had to literally have everything and everybody clean, fresh turn on me for me to realize all I needed was my own support. That's it. Literally. That's it. Literally. What matters is what I feel about myself. What matters is what I think what I can do. That's all that matters. If you if you agree and if you support me, God bless you. Thank you. Hey, but that's not necessary for me to keep moving. Listen, you can and, and I know you've witnessed this. I've no I know this has happened to you. When you start stop looking out and start looking in at yourself and what you're doing and you're focused on you, you got tunnel vision and you really start grinding and you really start putting that out in the out in the atmosphere of everything that you're doing. Then people start to pay attention. Then people start to say, hey, I saw that uh, that radio show you're doing. How, how'd you get that? Because I'm telling you, I do this show now, and I don't, I'm not caring about anybody. 
for what they're saying, how they're feeling, if you're supporting, if you're following, if you're watching, if you're sharing. I love it. If you do, thank you. But I'm not going to sit up here and beg you. I will promote the show, of course. But I'm not going to be like, hey, man, right. please uh, do this. Do no. And I don't say anything about my show. But people come to me now like, hey, man, I saw that show, man. I, I like what you're doing. Um, how do I get on there? Or how are you doing that? You know what I mean? You get those questions. Now you know people yeah. are watching. They're taking notice. And they're like, mm -hmm. oh, this dude has it all together. He's doing it. That's what they think. But lo and behold, right. hell, you learn as you go. You know what I'm saying? You're learning along the way. You don't have shit together. You know, you're trying to figure it out still while you're doing it, but they don't know right. that. And that's why I said to you, right. if you don't tell them that you were frazzled, that you were, you know, you know, you weren't really that confident in your first show, they don't know that. They don't know right. that because they don't even have the confidence. I know I'm not gonna say everybody, but a lot of people don't have the confidence to even start, to even do it. So looking at looking at you doing it, they're looking at you like the expertise. I want them to be to to I want them to see the honesty and to see that it, even if it's something that you've never done that you want to try, you still have to be able to get over that first anxiety, that first fear of what's going to happen next or yeah. what if I, you know, say something crazier because all of that came, all of that really came in it. I mean, sometimes it still comes. It's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, and I'm trying to, you know, get my my um my guests a a, a little bit bigger um in regards to who I'm reaching out to, yeah, like absolutely. you know, really notable names. Yeah. So now I'm like really having to like put on my big girl underwear and just like reach you out. can do it. Just reach out and yeah. touch. Reach out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because, you know, you grow up and you see these people on TV and now I'm like in it yeah. and it's like, wow, like I've admired these people for so long. And now I, I'm reaching out and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I get this opportunity yeah. to interview this person. And, you know, it's a great feeling. So you just never know what happens when you step out and you just go for what yeah. you feel like you want to do. And you never know who's going to say yes. You know, you get all Absolutely. these no's, but you just never know who's going to say yes. And that one yes can make the difference. You get that one guest on your show and everybody tunes in at one time. And hey, guess what? You know what? Maybe the next episode, you don't even follow that up with the biggest guest. But now you probably got a hundred more people watching, listening, checking you. They're going to, you know what I mean? Like, that's how it works. That's and it's Absolutely. sad that it happens like that, but it, it is. That's what it is. That's what entertainment is. You're not popping. Or you don't have yeah. somebody that's co-signing you that's popping. They're not checking mm -hmm. for you, but you just gotta keep going until you get it popping. Oh, no, They're gonna be checking for me for me sooner or later. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, they do that now. Like I I'd be surprised sometimes to be like, oh my gosh, you're such and such. Do I know you? <laughs> like it, it scares me sometimes, like, oh, I'm a little bit popular now. Like right. <laughs> Right. So listen, let's let's um just so we can sum this up, but I want you to speak to the young girls out there who mm -hmm. are thinking about getting to the entertainment business, who are trying to get into the entertainment business. Like how should they move? Mm. Just like sum it up though. Sum it up. How should they move so that they are respected and looked upon as a businesswoman and not just some little hussy? You know what I'm saying? Trying to right. get in the door and maybe it's an opportunity for, say, a male to do whatever to try to 
entice them with an sure. opportunity. Like, how do you move in this industry? Because you know how it is. Speak to these young girls who don't know, who are naive yeah. to it, and may get tricked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Several times before yeah. someone real comes along and says, hey, you know, no, you've been doing it all wrong. People are taking advantage of you, whatever, whatever. Like, just speak to them and tell them how, how they should move to be respected and to just kind of, you know, own your own name, you know, and, and, you know, move in this industry. Um, in a quick summary, <laughs> um, if you do not understand anything about men and their behavior outside of entertainment, you will definitely not understand within entertainment. So if you don't have a clear understanding, you need a manager. And um, even then, be very particular, male or female, be very particular. But the biggest thing is to look out for what the expectation is. What you're offering me this, what are you expecting to get in return? Mm -hmm. Because if you don't know clear expectations up front, one thing they they might just you know blow your head up and make it all pretty, but then when you get behind closed doors, it's like, oh, you didn't know this is how it works. Right. Like no, yeah. Like I've had to turn down a few meetings because you knew it. I knew exactly. Yeah, I knew exactly yeah. what it was, and it's like this is why I don't like giving my phone number out because yep. you just you never know. You're trying to network, but then they just hitting you up all time of day. Like yo, what you doing? I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, those things you have to look for. Like, yeah. if it was really business, you can you can tell. Like, I know that most times people want to be friendly, mm -hmm. um, but if you're hitting up a, a female, it's not a what you're doing it when it comes to business. Like, even if you saying, "Hey, you know, how's it going? I want to hit you up about this." Like, say something else other than what you're doing, or you know, um, can can you meet for lunch or? Right. You know, something like they just have to really be be very, very careful when it comes to the the glitz and glam of it. Yeah. If a man is promising you a whole bunch of stuff, nine times out of ten, you're gonna have to give up a whole bunch of stuff. Right. If you're not creating your own way and if you don't know it, you're gonna have to give up a whole bunch of stuff. Like I've literally been I had a turn down uh, a concert or something, I really thought it was a, a business um, opportunity because they were like, oh, um, and we work in film together. Mm -hmm. And they were like, um, yeah, I got a surprise for you, blah, blah, blah. And they know I want to work with Tyler Perry so bad. And so um, I thought this is one of those times. Well, no. He said, um, I'm taking you such and such. Be ready at no, sir, you're not. <laughs> I, I don't know oh, where man. you got the idea, but I don't I don't roll on those pop-ups like that. Like, any, no. Any, like any I really I really you know, because that's all we was talking about. Right. Like hook up for but since I I know now, you know, what that avenue is, I stay away from it. Yeah. Especially with him. Like, it's just so but yeah, they just really have to be careful. So in a nutshell, be about your business, keep it business, and just know better. If it doesn't feel right, it probably isn't right. In the, in, in the entertainment industry, if it don't feel right, it's not right. 
smallest feeling you get. I'm telling you, even if it's like, even if you digging somebody that's in the business, that ain't good at all. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't seriously, do you don't together, they don't have their stuff. It doesn't work. Right. Save yourself. Well, let's. Yes. We're going to wrap it up. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. I don't think I, I don't think I uh, asked you any of the questions I had for you, but we covered a I, whole lot. <laughs> I told you I can talk. No, but it's good though, because you covered a whole lot without me even having to ask, honestly. So it was good. Very informative. So I hope somebody watches this and can take from this, but I do appreciate your time. Thank you for coming on. Um, you guys check her out. Make sure you go follow her on Instagram. It's I am Ms. Elo, Miss Elo, and then what? The Lois Lane Radio Show. The Lois Lane Radio Show. Yes, yes, check her out on there. That's her Instagram for her radio show. Check her out on Instagram, man. She's popping. She's doing a thing. She's always on her story. Her, you know, always on her story doing something. So very entertaining, <laughs> very talented. Make sure you check her out. Make sure you check me out as well. Cool card. You probably already know that, but cool card. Hit the subscribe button, guys, if you found something to take away from this that's informative or that you can share with your friends. Hit the subscribe, like it, all that good stuff. Until next time, we'll be back with episode 12 next week. But you guys, make sure you check out Elo and listen to her show, too. Uh, plug your show real quick. Friday nights, when? Okay, Friday nights at 8 p.m. to 9 on Real 1100 AM. It also streams live on iHeartRadio and TuneIn. Yes, tune in, check her out. She's doing big things. She just started. Fall through, give her some encouragement. She does have some good guests on there. And she's doing a thing, y'all. All right? So until next time, peace. See you later. God bless. Gotta go. We out. <laughs>